So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. I, I said, Rock, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. He, he never said nothing. Later in his book, he wrote, I was, I was blessed enough to have Steve Lombardi be my very first mm-hmm. match. He said, but he did not know that I went in the corner and wrote every word he said down on a napkin. Hello everyone, this is Bill Apter at the Charlotte, North Carolina University, beautiful Hilton Hotel. We are here T-Mart Productions, Promotions. Marty, thank you for letting us do this today. And uh, this is the Wrestling Gathering. And look who I found here at the Gathering. The Brooklyn Brawler, all the way in North Carolina. What are you doing here? And look who I found here. Bill Apter. Yeah, we haven't seen each other in a long time. In, in many, many years, but you're a staple in the business. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, what I wanted to talk to you about, the days that you were in WWE, what was your finest moments in the ring? Not back, you know, I know you were an agent and stuff, but what, what my, in the ring? My finest moments in WWE would have to be having The Rock's first match ever. Is that right? Did you look at The Young Rock? I did not Season know that. Season 2, Episode 8, Corpus Christi. I had Rock's first match of his whole career, and he has a whole episode about it. I saw, I saw, I, actually, I love that show. So let's go back now. Rocky Johnson and Atta Johnson's child. I had child. Rocky Johnson's first match in WWE. WWF so, at the time. So you had, you had both The Rock's first match right. and Rocky Johnson's first match. Right. And wow. And Rock even says that in the episode. Yeah. See, that's got to be a world record there because that, there's know. no world records. There's either do your job or don't do your job. Yeah, but what I'm saying, nobody, I don't, no one else has wrestled the father and so, Yeah. Generations. Yeah. yeah. I have. Yeah, that's amazing. I, have, I had the Rocks, and if I had the Rocks' uh, daughter's first match, wouldn't that, that be would that would I'm be too something. old now. Yeah, I, but no, I'd, no, pay, no, I'd no. pay to see. I'll manage you. Yeah, you can manage me. I'll you manage, manage for that one. Did you, uh, the days that uh, he was young Rock, did you ever envision that he was going to become what he did in the wrestling business? No. I met Rock in Corpus. I, well, I know Rock since he's like eight years old, nine yes, years old, because yeah. his dad used to bring him in, in in the dressing room. He used to sit there and read comic books and stuff. I remember. He was a skinny guy. He had like a little, a little bit of an afro. Yeah. I mean, he did not look like the number one movie star in Hollywood. Right. Like he is today. Yep. Now, I was chosen to have The Rock's first WWE match. And if you watch the episode, you could see how it happened. They called him up. And they said, we're going to give you a tryout. Your dad told us to take a look at you. They chose me to be his first match. Not because I'm the greatest, 
because I'm not selfish in the ring. Right. I'm generous in the ring. Yeah. I make the guy look good. I always hide weaknesses and and accentuate strengths. The positives. The positives. Yeah. Now, when I first seen Rock as an adult, because I I knew him when he was young, young, young. As an adult, he just came from a. The uh, Canadian Football League. Yes. I said, oh, another jock. I said, every jock I ever wrestled would always flop. I did. I would wrestle bodybuilders. I've wrestled so many different people. Oh, yeah, shoot fighters. I thought he yeah. was going to be, a, a, you know, a flash in the pan, you yeah. know. I thought it would be nothing. So what I did was I took him to the side. I, I said, Rock, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. He, he never said nothing. Later in his book, he wrote, I was, I was blessed enough to have Steve Lombardi be my very first mm -hmm. match. He said, but he did not know that I went in the corner and wrote every word he said down on a napkin. And I memorized it. Wow. We went in the ring and he hit every high spot, every move, every everything. Now, the thing that got him his huge contract two days later was when I got him in the hold and you'll see it if you watch the episode Yeah, I had him in the hold on the bottom in a headlock on the ground and he goes what, what are we going to do now and I said just shut up let's see if these people give a shit about you yeah. and I started cranking it and cranking it and cranking it and then he started coming up with his hand and the people started coming up with yeah. him and when the people came up with him they show Vince, the actor playing Vince. Yeah. Looking at him like, wait a minute now. And Hunter was in the dressing room, and Stone Cold Steven, uh, Steve, Steve Austin, Austin was yes. to his stun, was to his, uh, what did they call him before that? They called him the, uh, the, the, the ringman, the ringmaster. Yeah, the ringmaster. He hated it. Right. He goes, Vince says, my wrestling does my talking. But, and, Rock, and, and Rock said to him, but does it? He goes, hell yeah. With my talking does my talking more too and, and, and that's exactly what happened and hunter wow. walks over and he's a little skinny guy he like it looks like a pirate yeah and, and he's like <laughs> john paul did i hear right this is your very first match and then rock goes yeah he goes you know i'm gonna be the intercontinental champion triple h said to him within three months he goes and rock cockily but i don't think he wanted it to be cockily he said he said, oh, the same title that Don Morocco had me wear. Oh. You're going to really like it when you wear it. He goes, Triple H says, maybe you could take a picture with me with it and buy some ring gear that ma that matches. Yeah. Rock says, talking about ring gear, he had, a, he had like a, a walking stick. You know, like one of them, uh, well, I don't know what you call it, when you... When you just carry it as a prop. Yeah, yeah. He, he says, this 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 cane you got right here, he goes, I'd like to shine it up, turn it sideways, and they didn't let him finish that sentence and Mankind walked in. And Mankind says, I feel real sorry for you because you're going to win your very first match. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, if you win your first match, Vince is going to be looking for reaction. If you lose your first match, Vince ain't gonna be looking as closely, which I don't think was great advice. Yeah. But it's that's the way it happened. Yeah. And that is on 
Season two, episode eight. It is titled Corpus Christi because it happened in 1996 in Corpus Christi, Texas. Rock has never had a match in front of an audience in his life until he was with me. And all he had had in the bank was seven dollars. I remember him telling me that. Who, Rock? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He sent me a big giant picture of him hip tossing me with $7 in the glass. And it said on the bottom, Steve, I can never thank you enough. I had $7 to my name. And when I re- until I wrestled you, your brother, The Rock, love you. Do you still talk with him? I occasionally, very yeah. rarely. Not it's as hard much. to get a hold of. Not really. He put me in his episode. Yeah. You know, and it made me some cash. But he, he remembered. That's the he, wonderful He said it right in there, too. He yeah. goes, I'll never forget this. Yeah. I'll never yeah. forget this. And it's, it's a proud moment. And I wrestled him about three times after that in the card and in different different. I ways. remember some of the after, after he became famous. Yeah. So I just told you the episode. Now go and watch it. Season 2, Episode 8, Corpus Christi. Don't miss it. And don't miss this. Tell everybody what you're doing these days. What I'm doing these days is I'm doing a lot of autograph sessions. Like here at the gathering? At the gathering, which will be tomorrow. Well, this isn't being run tonight, so it will have already happened. Okay. Did you you have a great time? So far, I've had a great time. Well, of course. For people that are watching this a month down the line, this is a hell of a convention. It's a hell of a convention. One of the best I've ever been on. There's going to be two identities tomorrow. There's going to be the Brooklyn Brawler, right? And then there's going to be a separate autograph session with Kim Chi. Oh, Kim Chi. Kim what Chi. was Kamala like, uh, Kim? Kamala, I he used to slap his belly and walk over to me, and I used to go baluga, uga, uga, uga. But what he was actually saying is, Kim Chi, I done forgot everything I'm supposed to do. And I said, James. You do this, you do that, you do this, you do that. He goes, And and then he went out and he did it. And that's the bottom line, because the Brooklyn Brawler said so. so. All right, last question, and if you don't want to answer it, it's fine, I'm asking everybody this. Nobody in the world thought that Vince McMahon was going to announce his retirement. And it doesn't matter what the circumstances were. We thought that he'd never announce his retirement. You worked for him for how many years? 32 years. Yeah, so what, uh, what, what's your feeling about the whole... I, I respect him. He made me a rich man. He made yeah. me a, a, well, a well-off man. Right. He made me... He always did me right. I always respected everything he did. People are beginning to understand today that the, the word jobber is now labeled architect. Yeah, well, that's great. Every person I wrestled, every person that beat me, I would say 60% of them, I could beat the hell out of in real life. Wow. Wow. So that's the way it works. So he told me he could beat the hell out of me in real life, too. So oh, I could beat the hell out of when, you. When the camera goes off, we're going to have to see what the story Let's is. Let's do it with the camera on. No, no, no. I can't do that with the camera on. It's against my contract. Did we sign a contract? Oh, I did. I did. I got, it's, it's right here on the... On, on the, right uh, on the, my check? No, no, yeah, right, that was it. <laughs> hey, thank you. It was such a pleasure to that's have a, you here on now, the after chat. Okay, you could shut the thing off now. <laughs> no, 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 wait. For the Brooklyn Brawler and Kim Chi and Bill After, if you wouldn't mind pointing out to the camera, we'll see you. See you. At the matches. At the matches. Yeah.
Vince is never done and Vince is never retired. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Hello, everyone, from The Gathering here in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the Hilton Hotel in University City, T-Mart Promotions. Thank you, Teddy Long. It's so great to see you. I've known you since you started. Yeah, I was just thinking, Miel, Miel, I was standing here looking at you, man. Uh, you know my whole career. You was there when I was putting up the ring, taking the ring yes, down. Yeah. You watched me transition from that to a referee and yeah. then from that into managing and just, you know, the list goes on and on. It but does. and you've been a good friend for so many years. Yeah, and you have I've, too. And I just well, want to thank, thank you. you so much for your friendship too, well, man. Thank you, thank you very much. And I want to send a shout out to our guy, Mac Davis. Yeah, out yeah. Out there. So tell me what the two are you doing down in Texas? These well, Mac Davis and I, we're starting a thing that uh, we call a road trip after hours. It's kind of like a podcast, but then it's not a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a deal where we, you can call us or get in touch with Mac. We'll come to your town. We'll set up. We'll do a Q&A. Uh, you can get autographs signed. Okay. And then we'll talk about wrestling, you know, whatever you want to talk about. But it's called After Hours Road Trip. We kicked the first one off in Nashville, Tennessee, a part of SummerSlam. And so yeah. we, it was outstanding there. And so, you know, we're just looking forward to you know, coming to your town and bringing it to you. And you, you, you're involved with a uh, uh, another promotion in Texas. Well, I'm executive vice president of Texas Style Wrestling yes. out in uh, Dallas. Out of, well, we come in out, out of Dallas, Texas. Right. Uh, I'll be there next weekend, uh, next Saturday at the Southern Junction. Well, if you're watching this after next Saturday, it was it was a great show, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Yes. So what I wanted to ask you, a lot of people don't know this, and I don't know it either. Where did Holla come from? Uh, Holla came from, I was uh, looking at uh, Dave Chappelle one night and there was a guy on Dave Chappelle and they was talking to him and he just kept saying holla, 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 holla. So it was kind of hilarious to me. So I just said, let me take this to TV. And so that's how holla, that's holla, how that that's how that happened. Two very huge things impacted the wrestling business recently. Ric Flair had his final match, yeah. your reaction? Well, I didn't see it, uh, so I, you know, I've heard, you know, some people that, you know, thought it was good and some people thought it was bad, so yeah. I can't say anything about it because I didn't see it, but, you know, congratulations to Rick, you know, and I hope this, you know, he does, you know, take heed and maybe hopefully this is his last match. Let him retire, and also with all that knowledge he has, what I think he should be doing is to get some of these young kids and take them under his wing and give them some insight on what this business is all about and try and help them to become successful. That would, that, that's great. And the other thing, something we never thought would happen, and it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, yeah. we're not getting into this, Vince McMahon has said, I'm done. I'm retired. Uh, Vince is never done, and Vince is never retired. So that's all I'm going to say about that. What did he do for you in a he, positive way? He, he, he was able to make Teddy Long be who Teddy Long is today. Because I did the work. Don't get me wrong. I give myself the credit, too. But Vince McMahon gave me the opportunity to display my talent and to let people, some people said I didn't have no talent. He let them know that I did have talent. So thank God for everything. And also thank Vince McMahon for me being where I am today. Thank you, Vince. All right. Thank you so much, Teddy Long. And where can people find you on social media? Well, uh, let's see, man. I don't, I'm at Teddy Player Long on Twitter. Okay. I'm uh, Teddy Long. Uh, TeddyLong.com on uh, Facebook. So you can find me. I, I can't even we keep up with my own you. social media stuff. And what company brought you here today to The Gathering? Uh, I'm here with uh, Bill Paley. He's the big promoter here with okay. The Gathering. I think he's the guy that's fully in charge here. So Fantastic. me and him had a talk and he brought me in. And so 
I'm just happy to be here and to see all the fans and a lot of people I've, I've seen here today I haven't seen in about 15 years, yep, yep. like Kevin and Sullivan. Too, Kevin yeah. Sullivan, I broke in under Kevin. Kevin and Ed, Hot Stuff Eddie Gill, but God rest his soul, they taught me so much about the wrestling business and I owe a lot of that to them. Thank you. If you wouldn't mind pointing out to the camera, this is Bill Apter and Teddy Long and we'll see you at the matches. Holla. Yeah. Maybe I plead the fifth on that one because, you know, in God we trust, everybody else pays cash, and Vince McMahon will always be a wrestling icon. Just nod your head when we're on. Hello, everyone, here at T-Mart's The Gathering, and thank you, uh, Marty for letting us uh, do this in Charlotte, North Carolina at the beautiful Hilton Hotel. Isn't this hotel it's beautiful here? It's magnificent. And I'm here with, well, who are you today? Fred I, Ottman? You know, I'm like, I'm like that, that woman, you know, that has like 57 different personalities. And 57 boyfriends. Oh, not me, not no, me. No, 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 I know different that. Guy. I know I work I know for a certain that. company, but I'm, you know, I won't go there. I know. But I, uh, yeah. I'm Tugboat Typhoon, the Shockmaster, the B-A-double-D, Big Steel Man, and whoever yeah. you want me to be. Well, today I'm talking to Fred Ottman. That's it. All right, so what I want to know, there's been a, a really, a, a lot of things happening in the world of pro wrestling that have shaken the world up. Vince oh. McMahon retiring. Did you ever think, no matter what the circumstances are, did you ever think that was going to happen? Uh, maybe I plead the fifth on that one because, you know, in God we trust, everybody else pays cash, and... Vince McMahon will always be a wrestling icon. Correct. Whether you hate him or you love him, he is the man. What did he do for, uh, for your career? What did he do for my career? He gave me an opportunity, like he's given everybody else an opportunity to do something that we all love. Hopefully, everybody loves to do it. I know that it means a lot to me to be a, have been a part of this business. Being here today at this at the event today, yeah. the gathering, you know, I get to see my wrestling family that I've talked to different guys all throughout the morning, just like you. Yes. And uh, I, you know, and I get to see the, the, the wrestling fans Yeah. and the fans, you know, without I always say and the people get tired of it. But without the wrestling fans, the wrestlers are nothing and nowhere. That's true. Now, also another historical moment happened recently. Yes. Ric Flair whoo, wrestled his final match. Your reaction to that? God bless him, yeah. you know, and there's a lot of scuttlebutt and a lot of talk about his match and about the event. But you know what? I'd like to see anybody out there that's got a bad word to say about that legendary man. Yeah. And he is legendary on top of being the greatest wrestler there's ever been. OK, the greatest promo oh, yeah. guy in the business. Yeah. Okay, he can turn the tables in any conversation on his opponent and make him look like a fool. You know, engaging in a battle of wits with Rick, not a in, good impossible. thing. Impossible, yeah. Lick your wounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are, tell everybody what you're doing these days. I'm doing a lot of this type stuff. And, right. and uh, I'm working on a little project for the last six or eight months uh, with... Um, 
a guy named Avi Klein. It's a writer for Lionsgate Films. Oh. Okay, and he's I've got, heard of them, by the way. Yes, yeah. I, I've seen one or two of their things, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, uh, good guy. A lot of guy. A lot of great comedians, actors. Okay. Uh, television personalities, professional wrestlers like myself, are doing uh, different things and uh, different scenarios. Right now, uh, I'm in the midst of a a, a scenario with another good wrestler. Adam Baum, Brian Clark. Yeah, sure. And uh, a lot of twists, a lot of turns, uh, more along the lines of a horror type genre. And it, to me, it's a lot of fun. It's great. Uh, I can let him see the ugly side of Fred Ogman. Uh oh. That's right. So I mean, it, it, it's a, you know, it's a great thing. And that soon uh, they're going 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 to go to. Uh, uh, YouTube with about 50 different individual shows with different characters. That's great. From the business and beyond. That is great. Yeah, so, so it's great to be a part of Only because you brought this up and I was a yes. huge fan when I was growing up. What was your favorite horror movie of all time? Gotta be Abbott and Costello meet and the Frank, Wolfman, meet Frankenstein, yeah. and, and the Dracula. And the Invisible, and the Invisible Man, Man at the end. That was the finish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So when, whenever I talk to Jerry Lawler, yes. he's a big horror movie fan as I am. Yes. And he always asks me to do this one thing. Yes. Do you remember in the Invisible Man movie, the black and white movie? Yes. The older lady goes up to see and she knocks on the door of Claude Rains, the Invisible yes. Man. And he says, oh, so you want to see what I look like, don't you? You remember that? Yes. And he starts to take off the bandages and she looks at him horrified. She grabs her head and goes, ah! <laughs> I needed Classic. a way to, do you remember that? Classic, yes. I that? am showing my age, okay? No, no, that's okay, Pete. You can yes. watch it on the... Uh, Even in reruns, you, I'm showing my you, age. You can, you can download it. It's, oh, it's, my God. Uh, but yeah, that would have... But Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yes. The quote from Luke Costello when he saw The Invisible Man. Do you remember the quote? Oh, no. This oh, is God. the quote. <laughs> I have it. That was it. That was it. Where can people find you on social media? Fred Ottman, Facebook, same right. on Instagram. All right. Yes, I'm share with everybody. That, and quick question is yes. uh, nobody around here? Is wrestling fixed? I didn't know it was broken. We'll see you at the matches. Yeah.